Hey everybody and welcome back to another Chris Chipman, a.k.a. The Chippa. The Chippa made this movie review. Um, we're back again with more coverage for Salem Horror Fest 2020. If you're listening to this on Halloween weekend, this is the last weekend of the virtual leg of Salem Horror Fest. And um, here's some movies that hopefully you can still catch as part of the virtual leg of the Horror Fest. In fact, um, it's uh, 50% off right now, I believe, if you chime in for the... Uh, the virtual part this weekend. Um, so, uh, you know, me, if you're listening to me for the first time, my name is Chris Chipman, a.k.a. The Chippa. You can find um, all of my content by searching The Chippa Made This. I make many podcasts. I do movie reviews. I have a YouTube channel. And I just try to put all around positive and good content out onto the internet and support and get views on um, people's work, whether, you know, it's uh, some director that made a bigger film that's come on or you know whether it's someone trying to get you know their stuff out there um i hope you come to uh, my reviews and my podcasts um just to you know get that positive energy and you know listen to someone having a good time talking to people and doing what he's doing all right chris chipman aka the chippa here back again with another review from salem horror fest 2021 if you're listening to this um when it first releases this is the final weekend of salem horror fest 2021 which culminates on halloween october 31st um if you're part of the virtual festival, awesome. If you missed the virtual festival and missed the films I'm talking about, um, seek them out. Um, you know, even if something doesn't get the most positive review from me, um, these people are putting their art out there. They've been included in festivals. They'll be included in more for sure. Um, this was a fantastic year for the festival and a fantastic year for independent horror, particularly things being made um, looking directly in the face of a global pandemic. So the film I'm talking to you about now is a film called Caucasoid. Now you see that title and you're, you know, maybe not sure about the urban dictionary term for the slang Caucasoid. Um, you know, I wasn't quite sure what I was going to get into. Maybe uh, this is something like um, Nacho v Vigilando's um, VHS uh, viral film with the uh, alternate dimension with the people with the demon penises. You, you never know what you're going to get yourself into. Um, it's not that, but it's equally as disturbing and strange. Um, it's directed by Nick Verdi and starring Nick Verdi and also written by B.R. Yeager and Nick Verdi. B.R. Yeager, um, uh, he, he witnesses quite a thing when, when, when he shows up in this film. Um, the synopsis of the film is Andrew, a delusional loner who dreams of killing all white men, returns to his hometown in the wake of a family tragedy and goes on a murderous rampage. Um, Mentioned before, Caucasoid Urban Dictionary. I had not ever heard this, but Caucasoid comes from ca Caucasian, ca soid, anthropology, adjective, of or relating to the Caucasian racial classification, not in scientific use. It's also, you know, just an Urban Dictionary term slang for white guy, um, same as cracker and, and other things of that nature. Um, why is the film called Caucasoid? Well, it's about a guy who has it in his head, and the movie never deeply explains this. He is 
been through some hard times. Um, believe, judging from where I've read, he's from, and looking at where the movie is from, he's from the more western reaches. There be dragons here, as we say it, um, on the east coast of Massachusetts. But the western reaches of Massachusetts, which are very um, different than the Boston area. Um, they're much more, um, you know, like Pennsylvania and upstate New York and places like that. Um, and you know, he's coming back from Boston. The movie opens with him with a voiceover kind of wandering around in Boston with a mask on. So this was filmed during the pandemic, which is another interesting air that adds to its creepiness and the weirdness going on. Um, but Andrew, you know, has inherited a house. Something terrible happened to his, his mother and father, or at least his mother, I believe he's gone back. He's staying in the house, but he's an odd duck. He's shown looking in people's windows and filming them with his cell phone. He has these rants about the state of man in the world and how he is on a mission to disembody um, the white man, white males, um, because of everything wrong that we've done and that he sees that wrongness in himself and this is a way to cleanse it. He has conversations with glowing bushes in the forest that give him knives. And to save it, Andrew is one of the most inept serial killers I've ever seen is an understatement. And that adds to the sadness um, and the just... Um, the pitifulness of this character, um, you know, to say murderous rampage is a bit of a, a bait and switch. Um, he, he definitely kills people. Um, and they're filmed in, in a similar vein to the way David Fincher filmed the deaths in, um, in, a, in Zodiac. They're, they're filmed without a whole lot of pomp and circumstance, very much like a snuff film. The tools and things he uses to do the killing aren't quick, swift blows. He's not good at it. He doesn't really know how to dispose of bodies. Um, if the events of the film didn't go the way that they went, he was going to be caught very quickly because he wasn't very good at covering his tracks. Um, and he's going back and kind of just hunting down the safest you know, lowest hanging fruit he can think of. He starts with, you know, a buddy of his that he obviously had some drug problems with back in the day. This buddy is still, you know, living with his parents. These guys are, you know, in their late thirties, early forties. Um, they're walking around the guys talking to him about methadone clinics and going through rehab and actually telling a pretty sad, pitiful story. And it's cut in between with voiceovers of Andrew you know, basically saying he doesn't know that he's what has to happen. He doesn't know what I have to do with him. And then he, he offs this guy with his keys basically and tries to disembody him and doesn't really have anything strong enough to cut through the bone. And it's very visceral and very vicious and very raw and very strange. And it just goes on from there. He takes a, a guy out who's just vacuuming his car um, and then steals the car and tries again now that the bush has given him this knife and can't seem to do the deed um, until he's eventually in the midst of a nervous breakdown after attempting to kill himself with either drinking Drano or Windex. It's not really clear which it is, but um, it's a weird scene. He has visions of things that have happened to him or are going to happen to him or he has done that are like looking through petroleum jelly on a piece of glass so you can't really see what's going on. Um, it's, you know, very out there, very strange, very visceral. Um, the 
acting, which is primarily just Nick Verdi as Andrew emoting with voiceovers, um, going through, uh, schizophrenic panics. And it, it, it's a lot to take. It is not a happy movie. And I, you know, wouldn't recommend, you know, just seeing it, you know, to, to make yourself feel better, but it's quite a thing. Definitely has a lot going on and a lot of ideas behind what's being depicted and what's being said. Um, really, really worth checking out if that sounds like your kind of thing, but also definitely not, you know, just a mainstream slasher, you know, horror flick that, um, you're going to be able to shut your brain off and just have a good time. So that's Caucasoid by directed by Nick Verdi. Be sure to check it out. Bye, bye.